Hey guys, this is our podcast at the Clemson Foothills Church. We're glad you found us. Join us as we discover what the Bible says about following Jesus, loving God, and serving one another. Feel free to visit our website at clemsonfoothills.com or check out the Clemson Foothills Church YouTube channel. We love learning what God says to us in His Word, and we hope this podcast helps you to do that as well. With all that said, let's dive into the episode for this week. Awesome. Go for it, buddy. I appreciate that. Thank you, Keith. And uh, Keith, uh, when I first moved up here, let me sleep in his living room on a blowout couch, blow up, blow up a bed or whatever. All right, so when I mentioned, when you mentioned hospitality, um, some of y'all might have just checked out right there. I don't know. But if you did, uh, please don't, because... I guarantee you, no, no matter how great you are at it, no matter how, you know, awesome, and y'all are awesome at hospitality, y'all are, but I, I'm, I'm hoping, I really believe that the, the stuff we'll talk about tonight will change your life, absolutely. Um, so, before you check out, what's, what, hospitality, okay, hospitality, you know, does this matter, all right, really, I mean, is this like such, is this a big deal? Why are we having a class on it? You know, is this, uh, does this matter? Does hospitality matter? I, I don't know how to use this. Do I just click the, okay, okay all right, there we go. But it, I mean, does it matter? Uh, well, if you're reading, like, in Acts 18, you got a guy named Apollos, and Apollos would say it mattered. Because Apollos wouldn't have become a disciple if it weren't for hospitality. People can be changed for the good for eternity through your influence and your hospitality. And um, so don't check out. Don't check out. Not yet. Not yet. Okay. All right. We're going to learn a little bit here. Jesus, the master, you know, Jesus had no house. He was a master at this. No house. Didn't have one. No house, no problem. He could do it. He met spiritual and physical needs. Didn't even have a place to do it. Use somebody else's place. You know? Um, In Luke 9, uh, 10 through 11, it says, They withdrew by themselves to a town called Bethsaida, but the crowds learned about it and followed him. He welcomed them and spoke to them about the kingdom of God and healed those who needed healing. Okay? Spiritual and physical. You know, did them both. Mark 2.15, While Jesus was having dinner at Levi's house, many tax collectors and sinners were eating with him and his disciples, for there were many who followed him. You know, people that were, if you think about it, were all very different than Jesus you know, tell you what, um, we're those people. <laughs> if you think about it, we're those people, right? Um, John, uh, John twenty-one. If you would go ahead and turn there, we're gonna. We're, this is gonna be our main uh, main text for the night. John twenty-one. And uh, 
learning here, we put, if we put it into practice, if we put it into practice, it'll change our lives. It'll change your life. If we put this into practice. John 21. Um, John 21. We'll just start in verse 1. We're going to read a little bit. Read a little bit here about Jesus' hospitality. It says, After Jesus appeared again to His disciples by the Sea of Tiberias, it's the Sea of Galilee, named after the second emperor, Tiberius. It happened this way. Simon Peter, Thomas, called Didymus, Nathaniel from Canaan and Galilee, the sons of Zebedee, and two other disciples were together. I'm going out to fish, Simon Peter told them. And they said, we'll go with you. So they went out, got into the boat, and that night they caught nothing. Okay, I don't know if Brent is going to listen to this back home, but there's a guy named Brent Stowers in Tallahassee, and, uh, and uh, Brent would take people night fishing for sharks, okay? And St. George is known for sharks. You go to St. George, there are mean, big sharks at St. George Island, Okay? And Brent would invite a, invite a bunch of us down there to go night fishing. And, and you'd find some poor soul that would volunteer to get into the kayak and take the line 400 yards out in the dark and drop a stingray on a big old hook <laughs> and paddle all the way back. And you just hope he made it. You know, I mean, we don't know when he's coming back. He's got to go about 400 yards out in the darkness in shark-infested water. And I, I did not involve volunteer for that. I think it was Matthias that did that. Matthias, if you hear this, well done, man. Took one for the team. He made it back. But if you think about it, if you've been fishing all night, I'm going to tell you, the next day, you don't want to do nothing. Okay, so let's hear, let's hear their response. Early in the morning, Jesus... Stood on the shore. Okay, so they were out there in the boat. That night they caught nothing. The next morning Jesus is on the shore. And the disciples did not realize that it was Jesus. And he called out to them. You just, think, just put yourself there. Friends! Did y'all catch anything? <laughs> how, did, how would that make you feel? We talked about this a little bit on Friday night. How would that make you feel? You know, I don't know what they said. We don't, we don't have all the details of what they were thinking. But if I'm fishing all night, and it's that guy when you get done fishing, if you like fishing, that guy that says, hey, did y'all catch anything? That's not, I mean, that, you don't like that guy. I don't, I don't like that guy. I mean, it's like, no, we didn't catch anything. That's, you know. Anyway, at least I don't catch anything. But no, they answered. And he says, throw your net on the right side of the boat. You'll catch some. <laughs> All right. They did it. They were unable to haul the net in because of the large number of fish. Then the disciple whom Jesus loved said to Peter, it is the Lord. As soon as Peter heard him say, it is the Lord, he wrapped his outer garment around him, for he had taken it off and jumped in the water. 
The other disciples followed in a boat, towing the net full of fish, for they were not far from shore, about a hundred yards. When they landed, they saw a fire of burning coals there with fish on it and some bread. And Jesus said to them, bring some of the fish you have caught. Simon Peter, <laughs> he climbs back in the boat, he's soaking wet, Dra- <laughs> drags the net ashore. It was full of large fish, 153. But even with so many, the net was not torn. And Jesus said to them, come and have breakfast. That's cool. Just think about that for a minute. That's cool right there. I mean, there's got to be times in your life where you look at what Jesus does and you're like, man, that, he is the coolest dude ever. He's just cool. I mean, do you ever think about that, how cool he is? I mean, just sitting up there, it's already done. He's already made the fire. He's already cooking some fish. You can bring some extra because there's a bunch of y'all, but let's let, you know, he's already cooking it. He's already got it, got it ready, you know? He knows they're hungry. You know, it's really cool, really cool. But we'll keep reading. And he said, come and have breakfast. None of the disciples dared ask him, who are you? They knew it was the Lord. Jesus Jesus came, took the bread, gave it to them, and did the same with the fish. This was now the third time Jesus appeared to his disciples after he was raised from the dead. Okay. When they had finished eating, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you truly love me? Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. And he said, feed my lambs. Again, Jesus said, Simon, son of John, do you truly love me? And he answered, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. And Jesus said, Take care of my sheep. And a third time he said, Simon, son of John, do you love me? And Peter was hurt because Jesus asked him a third time, Do you love me? And he said, Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. And Jesus said, Feed my sheep. So yes, hospitality, um, hospitality, if we practice it, can change people's lives forever. And that, that's up there. That's Paul D. That's my, uh, that's my stepdad with Ivy, my oldest, and Ansley. They're great fishermen, my, my girls are, I'm telling you. They've been fishing since they were five, so... They're great at it. Um, Paul D. and my mom, awesome at hospitality. I don't know how many people they fed that my friends would come over and <laughs> they wouldn't even know who they are and they just feed them. You know what I mean? It's like, I'm bringing a friend and you just bring them and they, and mama will make sure that you're fed for sure. All right. <laughs> Romans 12, 9 through 16. Let's go ahead and turn there, guys. Romans 12. 9 through 16. All right, Romans 12. Romans 12, 9 says, Love must be sincere, hate what is evil, cling to what is good, be devoted to one another in brotherly love, honor one another 
above yourselves. Never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual fervor serving the Lord. Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer. Share with God's people who are in need. Practice hospitality. Practice. 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 I had put, failure is not just an option, it's inevitable. Okay? And y'all know this. Y'all, y'all, I mean, how many times have you had people over and, 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 and man, things just go wrong? I'm going to show you a clip. Um, I don't know if we can, if it'll, maybe it'll play. What do I press, Reef? <laughs> oh, man. Aaron, that's for you. Down there in Georgia Tech. Y'all ready to wait for it? He's here. Oh, I love it. All right. All right. Now, you know, if I, ha- I wrote, if I have the decor of heavenly places, if the floor is cleaned of every speck, if I have a meal that can move mountains but I don't have love, I am nothing. <laughs> Guys, it's, um, you, you will not have it completely prepared. And y'all know this, but it's good to hear it. I think it's good to hear it. I think it's, um, you know, it's, not gonna, it's never going to be all done. You ever try, you're fixing to have people over, you're like, you know, oh man, you know, we got to get this clean and this cleaned up. And, you know, we joke about it, but it's real when you're in it. I mean, you know, it can be real in that, in that time. And you got to know that you won't have it completely prepared. You know, clean the bathroom, take out the trash and let's roll. You know, you won't have it. You won't have it completely, completely done. Um, And things will go wrong. Okay, there's going to be. And I got some failures I'm going to share with y'all tonight. And uh, I got some, some, some fun failures. Um, I, I think we learn through failure. I think that's part of it. But things will go wrong. There will be awkward thoughts, awkward words. Things will not go as planned, and it's okay. We, we, were, um, we decided to, in, in um, Tallahassee, we had this hill out in front, out in front of our house. And it was like a, it was a steep drop off, and then it kind of leveled out the whole front yard. So we we built we did well we didn't it's not really building but I mean we made this 75 foot slip and slide, okay, and we covered it we you know we you got soap all on it and it was it was good 75 feet and you had you had people you had kids that came over, all these kids came over and you know even adults would like stop and, and come over and like try it out you know what I mean like and people you didn't even know you know and there was a I remember there was a, we had a, a hurricane or something and the power was out everybody's power was out so it's extremely hot in Florida it's extremely hot your power goes out for a week it, everybody hates each other it's bad okay so we just you know we just set it up had every, you know, and just you had the water was still running, so that was good. And you and we, he had to slip and slide, and people and people got hurt. <laughs> I mean, people, it, you know, people. I mean, it was a steep, it was a steep drop in the beginning, you know, and and people would people would get hurt. There was times when they when the kids would come down, we had to put mats where, where the concrete was because. The kids would come down the slide and they'd veer to the left, and that's where the sidewalk was. And so they'd skid across the sidewalk, and it, you know, it, 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 it hurt. You know what I mean? So you had to, 
So you had to get mats and lay them down, you know, and then the kids, you know, they, they, you know, they, you know, they, they did all right. You know, it's just, it, they get hurt. There's going to be injuries. There's going to be accidents. Um, it is, man, you just, but you, but I mean, that, that's, I mean, that's going to Lowe's and getting some, get, getting some, what's that stuff called? Polyurethane or something? Yeah. You know, but you just do what you, you do what you have with what you have. Yeah. <laughs> but there's going to be injuries. I mean, there's going to be accidents, you know, no matter what happens, uh, be about them. Number one, always take care of his people. That's, that's number one. I mean, that doesn't mean no accidents or injuries or concussions or whatnot, but you know, you still want to, anyway, does anybody, anybody know, everybody knows where that's at, right? That, that top picture. If you don't, we can talk afterwards, but anyway. All right. Philippians 4. Keith uh, was just, he did not look at my notes, but let's go ahead and turn back there. Uh, he just read it, so always seems to work out that way. Thank you, Lord. So, Philippians, Philippians 4. I think this is, uh, this is huge right here. Um, this is huge. Anxiety. Wow. None of us deal with that, right? All right. Philippians uh, 4 4. Rejoice in the Lord always. I say it again. Rejoice. rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about it. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving. Present your request to God, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Um, you know, I forgot to tell a story. Another failure. We lived in a place called Alumni Village when we first got married. It was, um, it was an ugly place. It, it was. Tell, tell the truth. It was bad. It, it, was, it was old World War II barracks, okay? They've torn them down now. But they were apartments that, let me just put it this way. People, people lived there from all around. You know, and it was, I mean, I think it was like 300 bucks a month. Yeah, I think it was 300 bucks a month. But anyway. Yeah, it was 300 square feet. So three, 300 square feet. Yeah, I don't know if y'all, I mean, anyway. The shower was like, the head, the head of the shower was here. Okay, it was, it was, it was bad. And it was ugly. Okay, and I, I would walk outside. I mean, there were days I'd walk outside and there would be, and I'd look, I'd look, and there would be, skinned bloody chickens hanging on the breezeway you know because that's the way they pe people in certain do you remember that yeah, but it only once. that only happened once okay well it only happened once but still i mean <laughs> i mean once is enough you know i mean i mean you know i don't know what i don't I mean i guess they were letting them letting them get i don't know there's a way i'm sure that that there was a reason that the chickens were skinned and bloody and hanging on the breezeway there's a reason but but anyway, I mean, it was, it, it was, it was not, but you know what? We were excited. We were going to have this couple over. 
And we were going to reach out. We were going to have this couple over. And we were going to, you know, I mean, we, we fixed this. Well, I didn't, well, Jessica, she's a lot better cook than I am. She fixed this amazing meal. And we were going to, you know, we were having them over to our, to our, our little house. Okay. And um, we, I mean, we, we were going to give it a shot. We're going to give it a shot. We're going to, we were so excited. We bring them in the door. And it's like, in, in Florida, I know they have them here too. They have those palmetto bugs. You know what I'm talking about? Those big roaches, the big ones, the ones that fly. Well, everyone that you could have put a leash on came out. Went right when we're bringing people over. First, first time, you know, it's like, man, we got, our, we got our new place, you know? It's like, man, it was great, you know? You know, before, I had lived there before we got married by myself. I had no air conditioning. But, but when, when I got married, my bachelor party gift was an air conditioner that I could put in the in the in the wall right there okay so we did have ac we did have ac when she moved in i made sure of that and, you know when we got married they said look brother you got to have an air conditioner i said all right i'll t- i have but every i'm telling my we they come in the door and it was like all of a sudden these roaches are coming out and i mean and you got you got two of them in chairs screaming and me and this dude are like trying to like kill one, you know what I mean? And that, I mean, did it go great? No, it, it was horrible. It was horrible. It didn't go well. But you know what? I think we still ate. I, I think they still trusted us enough to eat the food. But it was awful. But you know what? It's all right. Number one, you know, take care of his people. We're gonna, look, things are going to happen when, you, when, when, the, when anxiety goes up. I don't know about y'all, but it's easy to lose your temper. Um, it's, it, that's, I don't know. If some of y'all may not deal with temper. I do. If, if the anxiety goes up, it's easy for me to lose my temper. The more crowded a place is, you know, you have people, a lot of people in, the more crowded a place is, the more distracted I can be. Y'all ever feel that way? Like, man, you get a whole bunch of people in the house, get all, man, you just get so distracted. It can happen. Random, random anxious thoughts. You ever felt alone in your thoughts in a crowded room? That ever happened to you? You know? Evil thoughts that make you feel distant or ashamed. And, it, and it's right at the time when you're supposed to be warm and welcoming. Does anybody, does anybody feel what I'm saying? Because Satan don't want us to, to practice hospitality. He doesn't want us to do this. He hates it. He hates hospitality. Because it changes lives. And in the moment, we can focus, though, on taking care of other people. You know, things are going to happen. And I, I wrote down this right here. And this, this you want to you really remember. Because you're, gonna, you're, gonna, you're really going to need it. John 8, stoop down and write in the dirt. Okay, now, what I mean by that, y'all know the story. Jesus is being accused, basically. And he's being questioned. I'm sorry, not accused, but questioned and he's and they're, they're giving him a hard question in a very hard situation if you re, go back and read about it john 8 and jesus doesn't react he just scoops down and just kind of writes for a minute he stoops down and writes in the dirt and then he stands up and gives the perfect answer and it's i love it i, I again jesus is Perfect. 
perfect at it. But it's awesome. But, you know, in, when, when crazy things happen, just remember that. You know, I mean, in this figure of speech, but just stop for a second. Don't react. Think, just know ahead of time that things may go wild. Things may go crazy. Even though your thoughts may be like Martha, choose to be a Mary. This is another one. We can get like Martha. Now, I ain't trying to pick on Martha, but because a lot of times we, I mean, we feel like, you know, Martha was the one that was right. And if you don't know that story, again, go back to Luke 10, 38 through 42. You have one woman very involved in getting everything together, getting everything ready. And then Mary sits at Jesus' feet, and she has the one thing that's needed. Okay? Again, slowing down when there's a lot of craziness coming in you, wherever you're practicing hospitality. What if, my, what if, your, kids, what if your kids lose their minds? Have you ever had that happen? Have you ever had your kids just totally lose, your, lose their mind at the, wrong, at the wrong time? Mine do. I'm just telling you. Mine do. Anybody that comes to my house, I'll tell you, mine do. Okay? They'll, you know, they will. James 1, 19. I, I, we got to read it. Um, James 1, 19. Um, he says... My dear brothers and sisters, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. For man's anger does not bring about the righteous life that God desires. Wow. Again, number one, keep in mind, we can focus. In the moment, we can focus. Take care of them. Okay. All right. Has anybody ever watched this clip? I didn't. I didn't play it. It's. It, there's nothing bad in it. It's actually really good. It's just a little bit long. And um, how am I doing on time? Okay. Five to eight. Okay. All right, I'm gonna finish up real quick. All right. Got. You gotta watch the Me Monster. Okay. If you ever get a chance, Brian. Uh, Brian Reagan, I think is his name. Man, he's he he's got. He's got humans nailed on this. It's so good. You got to go check it out. Call the me monster. You will die laughing. It's so funny. There's nothing inappropriate, but it is incredible. He, he, knows, he knows how we work, man. He's really good at it. Um, pray ahead of time. You know, here's something that um, I really think is so helpful. You know, you're getting the house ready. People are coming over about 15 minutes before people come over. Just stop. Stop. Sit down. And pray together. It's so good. Because it's hard when you... <laughs> it's hard when you're going 100 miles... Because you know my house ain't clean unless y'all come over. Y'all know that, right? I'm just being honest with you. You got to be... Hey, KJ knows. My house ain't clean unless people coming over. He knows. He, he, we, they, they came over. I said, brother, my house is not clean, man. I am so sorry. He forgave me, though. It's all good. 
But, but really, though, stop and pray before they come over. Stop and pray. Say, Lord, help us. Help us be like you. Um, what do I say? Look at Jesus. He has questions. Okay? Keep your eyes on Jesus. How did he communicate with people? Ask them questions. Drew them out. Ask them. Ask them. This is their life. Ask them about them. Ask them about them. Their life. Their story. That's what it's about. It's about them. That's how Jesus was. You know, I, I, I was having, and we, we met, we can mess, you know, in the church, I don't know if you've ever, I, in the church, you know what, we can, we can get wronged by people in the church. Yeah, that, that, I know that, that sounds bad, mm-hmm. but it's true. Well, it can happen. I was, we were going to have these, uh, this couple over one time, and, talk, and this is about advice. We were going to have these couple, this couple over, and this, uh, this brother from the church, <laughs> he knew him. <laughs> He knew this, this, this people that were going to come over to our house for dinner. And he said, Tyler, he said, look, man, look, I know you like talking about Jesus. I know you, 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 you want them to become disciples, but just, just, just don't talk about Basically, he told me, don't talk about Jesus. Don't, don't scare them off. <laughs> don't do it. Just don't talk about Jesus at all. You know what I did? I tried it. I tried it. I said, you know what? We're going to have dinner, and I'm not going to talk about Jesus at all. I'm not going to talk about Jesus. I'm not going to talk about what he's done for me. I'm not going to talk about anything spiritual at all. We're just going to have dinner. I'm going to get to know him, have a blast. We had an awesome time. And I never saw him again. They never came back to church. (laughs) Never, Never saw him. Never saw him again. We had a blast. But I never saw him again. In my life, never saw that couple again. So when we give each other advice, why don't we just tell each other, hey, be like Jesus? Could you imagine Jesus sitting at a table and never saying anything spiritual? Like, Jesus, like, he could be at the table. You could be at the, just sit yourself at the table with Jesus and imagine him never talking about God <laughs> at all. <laughs> I mean, come on. Would he not talk about God? Would he not? I mean, I'm not, I'm just saying, think about it. You know, think about what we tell each other. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Y'all with me on that? Okay. Beware the mean monster. Do check that out. That's great. But when you're talking, truth and grace. I'm going to finish up right here. How am I doing on time? Is it time for me to stop? Am I good? Am I time for me to stop? Okay. Modesty matters. Okay. If you don't know Lord of the Rings, Aaron is with me. If she watches this, Aaron, right here. I'm with you. Schmeagle right here, okay? What we watch, what we wear, what is so funny? Okay. All right. TV was invented, what, 1927? Somewhere in there. Okay. My TV broke at one point when Ainsley was a baby. For seven years, I never bought another one. Until I moved here and somebody in the church gave me a... I know who it was, actually. They gave me a television. And my, and my daughters were like, Dad, we have not had a TV in seven years. And so I have a TV. 
But for seven years, did we miss anything? I didn't miss nothing. For seven years, I didn't miss anything. That Angela, she loves to read, and I'm going to tell you. But, but, you know, I mean, hey, you can, I mean, people live without television for a long, long time, okay? We don't have to have it. You actually talk more. I'm just saying, you actually enjoy it more. Um, enjoy each other's company and whatnot. I mean, it's, anyway. I'm going to tell you a story about this. What we wear. I'm going to tell you a failure, okay? My family was all at the beach. And, and if you know my family, my family is, uh, is awesome. If y'all are watching, my family is awesome. But I have stepmom, stepdad. So I have, I have a blended family. So I have people that in my family that I'm not related to at all, okay? So there are people in my family that we're not related at all, but they're a part of my family and I love them. They're all good. Okay, so... We're all, down at the, we're all down at the beach, you know, and this is very embarrassing, but I'll share it anyway. It's time for dinner, so all the family's like coming in for dinner and whatnot. Well, I mean, I, I'm like, hey, you know what? I just come to the table with my shirt off. You know, it's back in my 20s. I was, you know, I was getting, you know, I was all, you know, I was in shape, you know what I mean? All swollen up, you know, I figured... I figured I, I, just come, I just come to dinner with my shirt off, so I'm fixing my plate and whatnot. Oh, man. Someone, I think it was my stepdad, if he's watching this. I think he, oh, somebody told my mom, hey, you know what, hey, tell him go put a shirt on. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so here I am. My mama has to come to me and say, hey, Tyler, go put a shirt on. <laughs> oh. in there and put his shirt on you know because i'm like it is i mean it's modesty modesty okay look here's the thing what we wear what man you know most brothers are trying to be pure and most i'm just being i'm telling you from a brother standpoint most brothers are trying to be pure and they struggle with impure thoughts okay do you wear things when you have all the brothers over and, the, and, the peop- and you have people over and his brother? Do you wear things that you're hoping to bring attention to yourself? You know? Are you bringing attention to Jesus? Okay? Just think about that. Think about that for you, you know, because it, it matters. Modesty matters. Um, what's so funny? You know, man, oh. Purity is a struggle. And when, if you're having people over in your home and you, you know, some things that are funny to, to you aren't funny to people. They're not funny. I mean, you got brothers struggling. And you man, if, you if, if you're cracking jokes about sex and immoral things, that's, that's not being hospitable. That's not being, that's not considering your guests. You're, you're, you know, I wonder, would they want to come back? You know, it's, if, if you choose a movie, movie night. Woo! Ephesians 4.29. Who knows the verse? You know. Let no unwholesome talk come out of your mouth, but only what is helpful for building others up. Okay? Only what is helpful that it may benefit those who listen, okay? If it, building others up. 
Does that, that doesn't apply to my TV, though. <laughs> doesn't apply to my TV. Or does it? If you, if you want, if you want a, um, a list of early church beliefs on, on purity, let me know. I'll get you, I'll get you, there's, there's, you can go through and look at what the, what the church believed about purity and read with, read what they wrote. The, these guys, I, I, it's a quote here. Are we not commanded to put away from us all immodesty? On this ground, we are excluded from the theater, which is immodesty's own particular home. Is it right to look on what it is disgraceful to do? How is it that the things that defile a man in going out of his mouth are not regarded as doing so when they go in his eyes and ears? Tertullian. <laughs> Absolutely. From Carthage. From Carthage, man. Uh, but anyway, this is what they believed. They wouldn't even go to the theater. I'm not telling you you can't go to the theater. I'm not saying that. I'm not making rules here. But what I am saying is this is your home. This is where you're being hospitable. You have a choice. Does it benefit those you're bringing over? All right. Does it benefit them? At home, they, the couple that live right across the street from us, Tallahassee, ended up getting divorced. We did our best to help. Failed. Was it our fault? No. We tried. I had a man that was one of my neighbors one time. Same, same neighborhood. Man I avoided just, just because he was kind of odd. Kind of odd, you know. I said, hey, you know, he was very nice, very kind. This was kind of odd. I kind of avoided it. You know, Did, didn't have him over for dinner, even though we talked about it. I just never really... Had him over, and he he died in his living room. Not long after that, you never know how much time you have, you know. I hope Jesus doesn't avoid us, you know. And uh, you know, Matt Whitman, friend of mine, Matt Whitman, a friend of mine, we had over so many times. Man, he's not just a friend, like a brother to me. Loved him, but he committed suicide. And you think, man, who around you do we just maybe, man, you never know, having somebody over, what impact that could have. 